Welcome to a new episode of Raising the Bar podcast. Once again, thanks for sticking around with us for another one of our recap episodes. I am Jason. And I'm Aaron, yep. So thank you again, guys, for joining us for this week's episode. And we really appreciate it and really appreciate you guys joining us. Um, thank you for coming into it. Um, just so you know, obviously, we're on the Instagram um, at raisingthebar.podcast. So we're on there again. And um, any questions or anything you want to say to us or any comments, please go on there and let us know. Awesome. Well, I think we have a good episode in store this week not even i think i know we have a good episode <laughs> in store following up from last week's one where it's our recap of the best movies of the year what are we doing this week aaron we are doing tv shows unsurprisingly as some sort of unknown cliffhanger <laughs> it was never always going to come do 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 like a good tv show a cliffhanger absolutely there's no shock to find out we're doing tv shows this time so we've gone with our top 10 of 2021 um again like last week's one doesn't have to be films that came and films tv shows they came out in 2021 it could be ones that we started watching in 2021 um but i think most of mine are actually from this year i think there's only two of mine that aren't from this year but yeah, otherwise, they're all from 2021. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so we've got some good ones that we've got on here, and um, hopefully you guys agree. So let us know your thoughts, if you agree or disagree with us, and um, see what you think from there. But um, And if you disagree with us, you're wrong. Exactly. If you disagree, it's kind of tough, because <laughs> we're not going to change. So... Yeah. <laughs> We might even do it look, this week. We could even do it. We've got um, tonight. There's some football action on, so we could even give you some football updates if you really fancy that. But given that none of the teams anyone's interested in, yeah, I, was say, I don't think anyone will care. And no one really cares about the Carabao Cup anyway. <laughs> Sorry about that. So <laughs> we're not having any of that. So that's that. But um, yes, yeah, so that's this week's episode. And yes, yeah, so we'll get started straight away and see what the top tens are. So yeah, I well, think I might have started. I was going to say I'm going to be a gentleman. And let you go first. Oh, how kind of you. And a certain gentleman. Absolutely. So, because Did you go first? Oh, you went first last time. I did, yeah. Well remembered. Yeah, because we both had the same number one. We did. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. I don't think this week we're going to have the same number one. No. Jason and I don't really watch the same kind of TV shows. So, unfortunately, Jason doesn't watch Set in Sunset. So, he's going to be like a different variety to me. <laughs> bullshit. That FYI, bullshit. I don't watch Setting Sunset. Though I hear it's quite good. But I don't watch it. So He says that. I know, I just didn't want to admit that on on, on radio, on the airwaves, but hey-ho. Um, so anyway, so my number 10 um, was a really good show, actually, with lots of big actors in it that was on Amazon, actually, um, this year, which was called Nine Perfect Strangers. I haven't seen it, but I know it. Yeah, so anyway, it's a show about, um, basically, it's got Nicole Kidman in it, it's got Luke Evans in it, Michelle, Melissa McCarthy, and it's Michelle McCarthy, so who's that? Um, and quite a few other big people as well. Um, Michael, Shannon, um, yeah, so basically it's about... Um, all these people who have had problems in their past and they're all getting put into like a wellness retreat so they think that will help them all get better um, and they all go there for varying reasons and it actually makes for quite an interesting show especially I was really drawn to it because there's a lot of big actors and actresses in it I mean you've got if any of you watched A Good Place really good show by the way it would have been on my list if it had been out this year um, but if any of you watched A Good Place one of the actors from The Good Place was in it um, and the guy who plays Jason in The Good Place oh, yeah. he was in it um, so he's really good and then there's obviously Nicole Kidman great actress you've got Melissa McCarthy great actress you've got loads Michael Shannon's in it like I say and Luke Evans is in it and there's a few other people I forgot oh, Regina Hall's in it um, yes yeah, so there's some really good big name actors and actresses in there and it's a really interesting show actually it makes for quite um, an interesting thing to watch about the people in it and why they're all there and there's an actor whose name I don't know but he's in loads of stuff um, who's really good actually he's got a really funny deep voice is it like a good mystery yeah that's how i'll describe it it's sort of interesting how the story then comes to fruition and sort of what happens um which is very interesting so yeah that's my number 10 on the list well worth a watch um nine perfect strangers 
good choice. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, there's so many shows that I need to watch. You'll realise by the end of this list that I need to watch a lot. But, yeah, <laughs> it, it did look really good when I saw the advert for it. I just haven't got around to it like many other shows on my list. There's so many shows out there. I mean, the thing with TV now is there's so many different platforms of TV mm-hmm. you can watch. Like, I mean, you've got you know Netflix, you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Hey You, you've got Apple TV, you've got Disney Plus, you've got Prime Peacock, Video, Peacock. Yes, there's loads of different platforms to watch stuff on. There's so much to choose from. So yeah, so you know, it's not surprising that you may not have watched Nine Perfect Strangers. You'll probably find that on these lists, there's probably so many that I've watched that Jason hasn't watched, and vice versa. There's going to be nine more Perfect Strangers on your list for your nine to one. Very good. <laughs> Very. <laughs> very good so let's see what your number 10 is my number 10 once again this shows a difference in our list and a bit of a change for me because a lot of mine i'm not really an anime or animated fan but i think the majority of mine are actually that oh, really? my number 10 is star wars visions oh okay the, no, I heard of that. it's an anthology star wars series um basically from japanese anime creators who are given their chance to give their own take on the star wars universe oh, okay so you've got different stories but it's not necessarily the star wars stories we know so it's one episode is about a ronin a lone warrior who yeah. goes into a what do you call it he goes into an empire infested village and he basically takes them all on except they're very short stories very much like five ten minute stories and you have very and you have some ones like for example that are set after the last jedi i believe or okay like jedis in the future you got one that's got boba fett but it's all about music it's got and they've got some famous voice casts you got joseph gordon levitson voices a character in one of them and who else? I'm going to get the next biggest name up. Hold oh, on cool. A second. That's cool. I've never even heard of that. Simi Liu, who played um, Shang-Chi. Oh, really? In there. David Harbour as well. Oh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Henry Golding. He's also a voice cast in it. Is David Harbour the guy who played the Red Guardian? Yeah. I thought so. You've got a lot, of, yeah, yeah, a lot of big names in this one. But overall, it's a really good series. Um, if you love Star Wars, you'd love it. It's like you're only 15 minutes long, not that long at oh, all. Really? And they're literally just short snippets into the world of Star Wars, but through this anime creation. Not the most amazing show, but still a really good watch. Definitely worth a watch. Nice. Okay. I've never heard of that. I guess not really being a Star Wars person, I probably wouldn't have watched that. So that's the thing. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you're probably not going to love it. But if you are, or if you're at least interested in Star Wars, I'd definitely recommend giving it a watch. Yes. Really good show. Cool. Oh, I like that. All right, then. That sounds wicked. So, Star Wars Visions, is it called? Mm hmm. Lovely. On Disney Plus, I've got to say. Excellent news. That's one to know about, which is good news. So I'll give you my number nine, shall I? Mm-hmm. Right, so my number nine is one you might have higher up in your list, but it is also on Disney Plus. Um, and it is the one of the many things that Marvel have released this year. Mm-hmm. My number nine is WandaVision. Hmm, we'll see which Marvel one turns up on my list. Yeah, exactly. So, um, WandaVision, basically a little side series about Wanda and Vision, funny enough. Um, <laughs> and um, and it just talks about them. It's I can't really describe what it's about because, to be honest, I can't really remember. But anyway, if you, it's worth a watch. I mean, it's also mainly worth a watch because Elizabeth Olsen's in it, so that's mainly the reason why it's on my list. I can give you the synopsis if you like. Go on then, much. let's so, have it. Three weeks after the events of Avengers Endgame, Wanda, Maximoff and Vision are living an idyllic suburb urban life in the town of Westview, New Jersey, trying to conceal their true natures. As their surroundings begin to move through different decades and they encounter various television tropes, the couple suspects that things are not what they seem. 
there you go so and it turns out well i won't tell you what turns out in case you watch it but anyway um, it's definitely worth a watch so um especially if, even if you're just like elizabeth olsen it's worth a watch but yeah so it's worth watching um on disney plus it's kind of the first of the many side series that marvel have done while they've been waiting for more films to come out and they had nothing to do during lockdown so um, so it's definitely worth a watch um is wandavision so that is my number nine very aptly synopsized by jason Ooh, so you. um there you go so that's my number nine so it's really, yeah it's really good um elizabeth holson actually does give a really good performance she does it? she, she does you see because obviously she's sort of known as a hero you sort of see a very villainous side to her yes and the whole tropes of these different television backgrounds from the 1950s 60s 70s it's really good and they play on it really well but overall yeah adds to the marvel cinematic universe brilliantly and yeah, looks forward to more appearances from their characters. Absolutely. So that is good. So yeah, it's worth watch. Um, yeah, and that's my number nine. So what's yours? My number nine. It is a little TV show that I've only just recently watched on Netflix called Inside Job. Oh, I've heard of that. Another animated one. <laughs> I'm going to say oh, that a lot. So I'm not even going to. Yeah, I will actually point out which ones are animated. Yeah, Inside Job. Um, the synopsis for this one is about an antisocial genius named Reagan Ridley and her dysfunctional team work to hide the world's conspiracies. So basically, um, all the conspiracies in the world that you think are all false, like Flat Earth and Hollow Earth, lizard people that we talked about before, um, the president being a robot, these are all true. And there's this shadow government that are these main characters who are basically working behind the scenes to keep it undercover. I've heard of this show. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. Really funny. Really funny. And it's a really good group of characters as well. The voice cast is really good, isn't it? And it's definitely something that I'd get a lend. And obviously, um, Reagan is gunning to be... Her dad used to be the head of the organisation. He gets kicked out, and now he's a drunk, saying that all the conspiracy theories. And she thinks she's going to get promoted and basically gets told no you've got to run it with this new guy who's not qualified whatsoever there's a lot of takes they do on it like obviously because he's white they do the whole oh he's white and privileged so of course he's going to lead they do that joke a lot but in general it's a really good show um says a lot yeah that's what i mean like i think animated shows just get a lot more to do because obviously it's animated when you have a voice cast they don't have to physically be there so I think in that sense, it's really good. It's got a really good idea about it as well. The whole thing about shadow governments and conspiracies I thought was hilarious. But yeah, I, another one I'd recommend watching, Inside Job on Netflix. Yeah, I've seen that one advertised. It's meant to be quite... I thought it looked quite good, but um, I, again, haven't watched it. So another one that we haven't watched together, but um, I can add to my list of ones to watch. So that sounds good. Um, real. so um, my number eight on my list is a show actually not from the world of Netflix or Amazon Prime or Disney+, Plus, but a very good show, if I may say, which probably is higher on my list, actually, but I've got so many good ones. Um, number eight in my shows is The Serpent. Okay. Um, which was on BBC. Yeah, um, with um, Jenna Coleman. That's it. Another reason why it's on the list. Yeah, uh, yeah. But also, um, it's actually really, really good. So it's funny. I was watching it with Soph actually at first. And I watched the first episode with her. And she went, oh, I don't know if I like the feel of this. And so she was like, oh, just watch it without me. And then I got to about, I think there's seven episodes, eight episodes. When it got to episode six, I was watching it without her. And then she was watching it, and she was like, oh my god, this looks really good. I was like, I know. And, um, and I was, but then anyway, so she watched the first episode, and the last episode, and that was it. So she's like, no point in watching all the bits in the middle, because I've seen what's happening now. So, um, yeah, but it was really, really good. So, it was some brilliant acting by um, Jenna Coleman. It was really good acting by the guy who plays the serpent, whose name I forget, which is really annoying. Um, 
but he's been in a couple of other films since. I believe he's French. Um, but Ooh, he's, Francais. He is La Francais, but he's uh, very good at playing the serpent. Um, and it's a really interesting series about things that happened in real life, which is even more bizarre. Um, but it's very, very good. Um, it's about, I can't remember the guy's name, but basically what the idea of him was is that he was preying on people who came to Thailand as um, tourists, like backpackers. And he would oh, basically... So the other side of Taken. The other side of Taken, yeah. <laughs> so he would basically get the backpackers in, make them his friends, when he made them his friend he didn't make them do things for him or he would just drug them and then basically he would <laughs> exactly but yeah so he um would basically do that and then put them into his little lair and drug them and then he would take their passports and their id and basically do things as them it's a really interesting um show and it's really interesting to think that all this stuff happened in real life um but yes yeah, so it's a very very good show so that is my number eight bbc at their finest with the serpent mm, good choice yeah, it's yeah, really good. good. Another good like breakout show where everyone talks about certain shows that may or may not be on this list. But another good breakout show, I agree. Yeah, it's really good. So it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it. Well, number, my number eight is one of mine that's not from 2021. It's uh, an older one, actually, but it did have a remake this year. But this is the original. It's the original anime of 1998's Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said about that show. Yeah, I, I first actually watched a remake. I heard all about the anime before, but I watched the remake so far. I've heard a lot about it. I'll watch it. And I personally thought, oh, this was good. It got a lot of bad reviews, but I thought, this is good. I'll, wa yeah, I'll watch the original. And I watched the original. I thought, okay, yeah, I see what people mean. This is much better. <laughs> it's really good. It's basically set in the year 2071. And it follows a crew on the ship Bebop, which consists of Spike Spiegel, Faye Valentine, and Jet Black. And they have a dog called Iron. And in the original... Nine! Day, not nine. Iron! Nine! <laughs> and, uh, and some kid tags along called Radical Ed. But uh, basically, it's their adventures in space, and they're bounty hunters, and... They all have these pasts, like one of them's cryogenically been cryogenically frozen, is actually a lot older than they had on. One of them's on the run and fake their own death, and the other one is an ex-cop who has a history as well. But another really good show, I definitely recommend watching it. It's on Netflix at the moment, and it's got 26 episodes. Yeah, it does, yeah. 26? Um, 26. They're only Yeah, they're only 25 minutes long. Oh, okay, cool. So good for you. Oh, yeah exactly um, but yeah no it's really good um has a lot of good story themes as well and it's very much like a western noir cowboy feel the best thing about it is the theme song if you don't know the theme song type in tank cowboy bebop on youtube it's really good proper funky oh i have to listen to that tonight, yeah. so it is. But, okay. um, the show itself really good show proper like cowboy western like yeah. but noir future so that's my sort of thing but yeah, that's why number eight for me is Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, you said about that show. You told me it was quite good, so I have to give that a watch. But and at the end of each episode, they have a phrase. I don't say it, but it's um, "See you, space cowboy." <laughs> that is wicked. Yeah, it sounds good. I remember you talking to me about that the other week because I was talking about watching um, what's it? Um, con not Concrete Cowboy. The harder they fall, when you know you have cow um, Cowboy Bebop. You were telling me about it. Mm. So um, okay, cool, nice. I have to uh, give that a watch. That's cool. But um, yeah, there's loads of different shows in there. You can tell my excitement about Nine Perfect Strangers, and I sort of skipped past WandaVision. And then The Serpent, I really enjoyed. And my number seven is a show that I did not expect to enjoy because it's really easy viewing and just sort of light-hearted. But I really, but I really enjoyed. Uh, and number seven is a show that was on Disney Plus called Only Murders in the oh, Building. I really want to watch this. I'm like, I think me and Rachel both want to watch it. 
and obviously we got something like, yeah I really want to see this yeah it's got it's um, really good. yeah it's got basically Steve Martin uh, Martin Short and Selena Gomez this is a show about them um, basically where they is a unsurprisingly a murder in a building and funny enough a bit like this show they decided to do a podcast about it <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, probably where we got the idea but um, yeah so it's really really good um, really light hearted they're only 25 minute episodes half an hour episode so you can watch it really easily um, and it's amazing actually because it's number 7 on my list of things I watched this year but everywhere else it's like number one it's like I went on Rotten Tomatoes it's number one I went on Google it's like one of the top shows of the year I didn't realise it had so many rave reviews mm. I mean don't get me wrong it was good but I didn't realise it was that good <laughs> yeah that, that, that's the thing though everyone has different opinions there are so the number one of, I went I didn't go on to look at my list but just to check what else is out there but on the Guardian's number one I didn't watch that at all but, what was it oh um it's a sin Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. That's the guy from Years and Years. That's it, yeah. But I didn't watch it. But yeah, I did Apparently, I, mean, I heard about it at the time. It's got rave reviews and everything. People said it was really good. Yeah. But then my number one was up there, but it's not quite near number top three. My number least. one, because I wrote one on that would be now number one. My two number ones <laughs> weren't even on any list, because I don't think either of them were actually initially released in 2021. I think it's got new series this year. But, um, but yes, yeah, so I don't know what's gone on with that. But um, yeah, but no, only murders in the building. Weirdly, was like top loads of places. It was on a, I think it's also on a platform called Hulu. So if you're listening from the US, I think it's called Hulu or something like that. You can watch it on, yeah, well, but also Disney Plus. Yeah. So um, yeah, but that's a really good show. I really, really enjoyed that. As did Soph, um, and it's really light-hearted and easy viewing. So if you haven't seen it, um, give it a watch. Only murders in the building. It's really good. Plus, if you want any ideas of how to do a podcast, you'll see how we do ours and how they do theirs. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's really cool. So that's my number seven. Awesome. Well, I think we're back to you because my number seven is WandaVision. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not far different, then, because so, I had um, I had my numbers. I've had that down at number nine. You obviously enjoyed it about as much as I did. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, really good. We talked about it enough. But yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. One yeah. of the better Marvel shows. One that I can even say is definitely not on here. Falcon and Winter Soldier was a massive disappointment. Yeah, see, I enjoyed that. I liked it. It's not on my list. I but didn't. I, there, it was just not good enough overall. No, no, I liked it. It wasn't on my list, but it was good. I enjoyed it. It just wasn't. I didn't like the idea of this flag smashers. I didn't really like the name, which annoyed me. But, um, but yeah. But anyway, enough about Falcon and Winter Soldier. It isn't on my list. Um, but yeah. So my number six on the list is a show that I told you about again on the BBC that I really enjoyed um, and The Outlaws is my number six oh yeah that's because, an honourable mention for me yeah just because yeah. we haven't finished it yet but have it, you not yeah. have, you, have you been watching it yeah okay oh cool we've got two episodes left it's so good I just love Christopher Walken's voice because he's like so we can go down the pub and get a pint of beer <laughs> he's like um, you know we can we get a few pounds in the back of my pocket He's so jokes. I just love his little accent. but um, And he's so funny. And uh, the show's really good. And it's got, again, him and the most funny character in it. It's oh, Stephen Merchant, who's Steve just Merchant hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so this has been all our friends now. <laughs> it's very, very good. So, uh, And it's not actually that long. I think it's only six episodes long. Yeah. But it's definitely worth a watch, guys. So if you haven't seen that, The Outlaws is really, really funny. Um, mainly because of Christopher Walken. But it's very funny. Um yeah, so and there's all the little backstories of basically what it's about is about a, about a group of people who um, end up doing community service altogether, and it's how they all got there for a start, and also how they sort of become friends or how they become sort of united together. It actually reminds me a bit. This is high praise. It reminds me a little bit of the Breakfast Club because of that they're all stuck together in this place because they all have to and then they all sort of end up almost becoming friends so it's quite a nice show for that um, and it's actually really enjoyable to find out all the different stories which makes it double interesting 
interesting. Um, but yeah, The Outlaws, I really enjoyed it, number six. I could have put it higher, but to be honest, the shows that I've got above this are so good that um, it was difficult to put it higher than all the shows above. So yeah, number six, The Outlaws, kind of the best of the rest for me. But yeah, really, really good show. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I really enjoy it. I think it's a really good story at the moment. And the only reason it's not on my list, it was an honourable mention, is just because we haven't finished it yet. Like, there, I will admit, there is one show on my list that I haven't finished fully, but I have watched the first series of it. But, yeah, this one, just because we haven't finished... Is that your number series, one show? No, it's not, actually. Oh, damn. But, the one um, I thought was your number one is that isn't going to be it, then. Well, it could be. I could be throwing you off a scent. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this one was really good still. Still really enjoyed it. And I said Stephen Merchant was a highlight. So he was funny. very good. He was very, very funny. <laughs> but my number six, this is not the last animated show, but it's getting towards the end of them. <laughs> it is on Amazon Prime. It's based off a comic book by Robert Kirkman uh, from 2021. It's called Invincible. Oh, okay then. It's basically, I'll read you the plot. It's really good though. It's not. It's an 18-rated comic adaptation. Um, 17-year-old Mark Grayson is just like every guy's age except his father is the famous superhero Omni-Man, the most powerful one on the planet. As Mark develops powers of his own, he discovers his father's legacy may not be as heroic as it seems. Ah, okay. I will say to you that the first episode is... Br- now, the rest of the series is brilliant, but the first episode is sort of like one of those wow moments. Ah, okay. It, and you're like, whoa. And this is animated? Yeah. Ah, okay. But it's a super, yeah, it's very much like how, do you know, the? it's not on my list, but The Boys and Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar to that. In it's about superheroes and it's bloody and violent. <laughs> but really good. I'd definitely recommend it. The voice cast includes J.K. Simmons, the guy who voices um, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, Stephen Yun, who people may recognise from The Walking Dead as Glenn. Sandra Oh, who people might recognise from Killing Eve as well. Oh yeah, yeah, I know her. Yeah, got some good. Yeah, and it's a really good, really good show. Um, as I said, it taps into a lot of adult themes as well. It's not just your typical animated show where you think, oh yeah, superheroes all get. And that's the thing. Like there are a lot of moments in it where you think, oh yeah, he's gonna save the day now. Something's good's gonna happen. It's gonna be good. But no, it doesn't happen. It just like it's brutal and deadbeat. Yeah, not deadbeat. Sorry, it's like it's just brutal and that's what i love about it that you got this i said earlier how animated shows i think the best reason that i like been enjoying them this year is because they seem like they've just got license to do what they want they have got yeah they've got the budget to go you know what if we want to do this we can do it whereas live action is not so much yeah and with this it's very much the same they just go all out but yeah my number six is invincible which is on amazon prime at the moment lovely thank you very much for that jason so now we're into the top five so it's difficult actually because when i looked i sort of wrote this list out because i sort of wrote out a bit of a hurry if i'm honest but um but i wrote out and i put some in here who have got a new series out and this is one of them um and there's one actually which isn't in my list which if you look to see shows that have had a new series or new episodes out this year there's one that jason will be shocked is not in my list but anyway we'll get to that later mm. so my number five in this list because the newest series is sex education Okay. Because that is a show that I really enjoyed. Lots of people have seen it um, and heard about how good it is. Um, and it is really good. And the newest series was also good. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just that I wasn't sure if it would count because um, of what's gone on. And obviously, if it counts, it's just because it's got a newest series. But I really enjoyed it. Um, not as much as the ones above, but I really enjoyed Sex Education. I've really enjoyed the series anyway. Um, yeah, and that's my number five. If you haven't seen it, I don't know where you've been hiding because it's been advertised everywhere. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so yeah. What? Yeah. 
You haven't seen it? Well, there's plenty of stuff I haven't seen. What? Yeah. There's low. That's a very good show. Oh, I mean, there's another show that you'll go, what, that I haven't seen. So Go on, not is it? No, I'm not going to say it. Yes, you are. No, I'm not going to say yes, it. Yes, say it. I'm going to wait till we say get to it. the end of the list. No, say no, it. for the viewers' no, purpose. No, say it. I'm not saying it. But Sex Education, it. yeah. Yeah, I just haven't seen it, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. If you don't know what it's about, it's basically about young guys in school, and it's about them... Um, one of the boys, who is Otis, and his mum, who is, um, what's the name from the X-Files? Um, Gillian Anderson. Her. Um, she basically is a sex therapist. And the son becomes a sex therapist in the school um, with a girl who's there. And they sort of do it to earn a bit of money. And then there's a whole backstory of what else could happen. Um, and it's all about this sort of things that kids have in school and it's really funny because there's some really entertaining bits in it um, and it's just a very very good show with all sorts of different people and it's kind of really weird because it's almost like it almost looks like it's set in the 70s and 80s but then other parts of it are set in 2021 oh. so like example here's a good example actually so they'll be there at one point right with like a really big beatbox sound system and they'll be there talking about like and they'll have like cars that are considered to be brand new that are from like the 70s and the 80s but then at the same time they'll be sitting there on an iPhone it's really weirdly filmed and then like there'll be like the school looks like a school a typical like high school from probably about 1982 like a sort of posh school where they all wear fa- like have to wear a proper dress code but then the next breath they'll be all there on an iPad it's really weirdly filmed but it's really good like so it's definitely if you haven't seen it you will enjoy it I promise you Chase you will definitely pro- enjoy it even if you just watch one episode for me let me know what you think. I'll watch an episode for watch you. Watch an episode. I'll let, you, I'll let you know what I think. Watch an episode because Sophie and I, Sophie and I really enjoy it. I don't know if Rachel's seen it. She watched it. No, it's one of those where we've got loads of stuff we need to watch. But yeah, this is one of them. Yeah, it's really good. I imagine, and then yeah. also, do you remember Peep Show? Yeah. Do you remember the guy who plays Gerard? Oh, really? He's in it. <laughs> Gerard, love the red. <laughs> he plays like this trying to be cool teacher. He's like, so gang, yeah, that's really good groove. Great vibe, guys. And they just like, who's this weirdo? But it's really, really good. <laughs> the show's really, um, really entertaining. It would be, if it was about the whole best series I've watched, it would be higher than number five. But the newest series wasn't as good as previous ones. Albeit, there's an episode where he goes to Nigeria and it's really good stuff music in that one because you get a lot of afro beats but um yeah number five sex education's newest series oh, well it's a good choice clearly yeah absolutely popular with the people absolutely so what's your number five my Mofo? number five could be a popular one with the people it stars one of our resident people uh big tv presenters jeremy clarkson it's clarkson's farm oh yeah it's so <laughs> funny this i I'm surprised this has made it to your list. Oh, it's so funny. Literally, I've forgotten when we watched it, but we literally just went, oh, this keeps getting advertised, let's just watch it. And it was so funny. (laughs) A lot of my list fluctuated. So I think this was at one point a number two, and then number three, then number six, and then it settled at five. But it's basically Jeremy Clarkson, um, he owns a farm. He does, But the person who owned it, I think he decided to retire. Yeah, he did. So for the purposes of the TV show, Clarkson decides, I'm going to run the farm. Yeah. And there's a breakout character called Jam Caleb. Caleb. He's hilarious. He's very funny. He just basically has a go at him. He just has a go at him every episode. What are you getting that tractor for? Like, that's not even the right one. You're just getting it for speed, isn't you? He's like, (laughs) well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he's like you're doing it wrong he goes you're not even doing it what are you being stupid for the best episode is when he has to build a farm shop Oh, <laughs> <laughs> will um, squat yeah and he basically I've forgotten exactly what happens but basically he builds it and gets told well I've forgotten his name Charlie I think his name is the guy who always gives oh, the bad news yeah and he just <laughs> says to him well you can't sell anything here <laughs> he's like oh <laughs> he's like you gotta get permission from the people. <laughs> 
And there's just moments like that where he thinks, oh, I've done this really good. And then Charlie comes up to him and goes, Bad you news. can't do that. And he's like, oh, why do you come here? <laughs> it's it's, it's so weird. I've only, it's weird because I love Jeremy Clarkson, as you know. But I mm. haven't actually watched... I've only watched one episode of Clarkson's song, which is the first one. Mm. And I saw that Charlie, because he goes, right, Jeremy, so you need to make sure... I know what there is to buy. You need to make sure you buy this, this, and this. Yeah. He's like, okay. And he just goes and buys a load of stuff. And he's like, did you... He's like, did, so so have you budgeted for all of this? He's like, did you know you need to buy this and this, and, as well as that? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, no. <laughs> and there's a, there's a guy called Gerald who basically, like, it makes out... Well, I think he does. He just speaks he you can't understand him so whenever you see him he just does subtitles and he's like oh he like builds the walls for him he's like oh i wonder what gerald had to say and he just comes up to him he's like what are you i build all these walls are you? It was really good. and it's like subtitles like yeah yeah really good stuff <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny like i could watch it's one of those you could just watch again and again but yeah clarkson's palm that is my number five. And thinking about it, I probably should put it higher. But yeah, it's my number five. It's very good. Very good yeah. choice. So it's apparently funny, actually, because it's a show I've not watched, even though Jeremy Clarkson's someone I very much like. But um, yeah, so Clarkson's fine. I have to give that some more watches rather than just the first episode. But yeah, I have to give that a go. So my number four, though, is a show that could easily be my number one because the show I really, really, really enjoyed. But I also really, 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 really enjoyed the top three. So um, it's kind of, again, the best of the rest. Mm -hmm. um, my, my number four show is my favourite of the shows that came from Marvel, and that is Loki. Oh, so Because I immensely enjoyed it, and the character of Loki by Tom Hilston is very funny. Um, but I very, very much enjoyed it. Um, I won't spoil for you what it's about in case you haven't watched it, guys. Um, but basically, it's the breakout series of Loki and his kind of in individual show. Um, and obviously the character of Loki is very funny. Also, Owen Wilson's in it, which is quite good. Um, wow. Yeah, but he's just so funny. Loki I mean, as just, a character I've is so funny. I've just got the synopsis up for Loki. I can read it out. Go on, I'm ready. Away. So, after stealing the Tesseract during the events of Avengers Endgame, it's technically set after the events of the first Avengers, yeah. but also in the, in the chronology of the first Avengers, but in terms of on the screen, the last one, yeah. Endgame. That's it. Um, Loki steals a Tesseract and he disappears and he ends up being caught by the mysterious TBA, Time Variance time variant. Authority. That's it. Bureaucratic organisation exists outside of time and space and monitors the timeline, basically the multiverse. To help fix it, Oh, sorry. Loki is given a choice. Either face being erased from existence due to being a time variant, or help fix the timeline and stop a greater threat. I know. Guess, guess which one he chooses. He's not getting a raise because it's six episodes long. Yeah, exactly. And that'll be a long ep six episodes of just seeing him in prison going, well, I've got five more episodes till I'm executed. Yeah, he goes, I've got five more times of being in here. <laughs> he goes, I could be out there helping out, but I'm in here. <laughs> He's very good. And Tom Hiddleston's all, brilliant. And for all the Tom Hiddleston lovers as well, in the first episode, he gets his um, rock hard abs out. They'd love that. Yeah, that's very true. So yeah, number four, Loki, very good show. Well worth a watch. I'll be a little bit surprised. It's not on Jason's list, to be honest. But yeah, my number four show is Loki. It's a really good show. And as he said, it opens up the multiverse as well in the sense of how are the Time Variance Authority... That doesn't spoil yeah. anything, by the way. The Time no. Variance Authority is like they, multi they monitor the timelines. And seeing Tom Hiddleston as Loki as well, especially after the events of um, Thor Ragnarok, where he, he becomes a really good character. Yes. And then he gets killed. Let's do get help get help and then all of a sudden you bring him back in this one and it's like well what are they going to do because he's already had his redemption but it goes in a completely different direction and he's he's really good in it that's what i've got to say tom hiddleston is brilliant yeah as is um you've got lady female loki as well 
Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to spoil the fun just in case anyone watched it. Yeah, exactly. No, it doesn't spoil anything, luckily. No. no but, um, yeah, he's just so funny. I was just thinking about him Thor Ragnarok now. He's like, oh, brother, you are so predictable. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it just makes you so predictable. <laughs> I just, love <laughs> I just love Owen Wilson. Just don't he think is about good. him. He's like, I, I was Come on now, say, we got the variant. <laughs> we we want to get a jet ski. I, just, I wanted him to just say his catchphrase of "Wow," but oh, he yeah. didn't say it. No, <laughs> but it's well enjoying. So, what's your number four? Is it Loki? No, my number four is a show once again you wouldn't have seen. It's um, Disney Plus animated series, a sequel to Star Wars The Clone Wars, Star Wars The Bad Batch. You'd be correct, I haven't seen it. <laughs> so, Star Wars The Bad Batch is a, is a show that really you would have had to have seen The Clone Wars for, or you would have loved Star Wars. But basically the premise is it's set between um, Attack of the Clones, a sort of set between i'm gonna say yeah set between revenge of the sith and the new hope but just after revenge of the okay. sith really um clone force 99 basically known as the bad batch they're introduced in the 99. last season there you go <laughs> nothing like that in diesel film <laughs> <laughs> a group of elite clone troopers with genetic mutations are introduced in the clone wars um basically after order 66 happens where all the clone troopers turn against the jedi oh yeah order 66 there you go <laughs> That happens, and they take on <laughs> missions after the outcome of Order 66. Um, but you basically get to focus on these six characters, and it's really good. You get a lot of twists and turns as well. And if you're, I'd say if you're a fan of the original series, or if you're just a fan of Star Wars, it's a really good watch. I don't actually think you need to have watched Clone Wars to have seen it, but it's just ideal to. Psst. What? Psst. What's Order 66? <laughs> oh, sake, this, this ain't for you Aaron this is for the people but, um, Order 66 was an event that happened in Star Wars where basically Emperor Palpatine who was a Sith Lord turned all the clone troopers against the Jedi and they basically massacred and what's the word um, iced no um, capped when you um, kill off a whole race basically Oh, Gen okay. Commit genocide. They commit ah, genocide against the Jedi. I see. And these clone troopers, basically, because they're mutated, it didn't happen with them, and it shows their adventures of what happened after that. Nice. As it's a very specific show to watch, um, I won't talk too much about it, but it is really good, really enjoyable, and a fun show. Obviously, you've had shows like The Mandalorian, and you've got The Book of Boba Fett coming this month as well. So the Star Wars universe really is expanding, it's but true. this is an opening to it. It's really good, and if you do love Star Wars, like Visions, I'd recommend watching this one. Nice. Cool. That's a good one. That'll be, I'm sure it'll be very interesting. We can find out all about Project 66, um, and then that'll be all gravy. So, nah. Yeah, you can tell Mr. Selling Sunset over here. Yeah, exactly. He definitely hasn't watched any Star Wars. So, um, yeah, Mr. Selling Sunset and Selling Tampa, um, which aren't on the list, by the way. Um, yeah, they were, and then he realised, oh, no, I've got to look good. So exactly. Just to clarify, I have not watched Selling Sunset or Selling Tampa. Yeah, you haven't watched them today. No. <laughs> you watched them the other day. I've never watched them. I know nothing about Christine at all. Um, I don't know anybody on that show, but Soph loves it. So anyway, if you're a female and do this, maybe we'll let the ladies do their own top ten and they can see what they thought was the most enjoyable. Because Selling Sunset and Selling Tampa would definitely been on there. Um, but anyway, um, we now get to the top three. Well, I'll, I'll save you a trouble there. My number three was Loki. So nice. 
So we'll go to yours. As well. So we get to my number three and number two. Mm-hmm. So my number three was a show that easily could have been number one because it's absolutely brilliant. The only problem why it's not number one is because the episodes are a bit long. Um, but number three is The Crown. Because okay. I've the crown has been on for a little while, but Sophie and I only started watching it this year, and we are very much enjoying it. Even though, to be honest, with Sophie, it's hard to get her in the mood to watch it because she's like, "Oh, the episode's a bit boring," <laughs> but um, but it is really, really enjoyable because it's so interesting to see these things that happened in the true time of obviously Victorian or well, Victorian times and now um, of all these things that happened in the time of the Queen's reign as well. Um, but it's really interesting to see what went on the relationship between her and Philip. Um, things that have happened in the royal time, things that happened in government that we didn't really know about, um, different things between like the gut, different prime ministers, like Harold Wilson, and um, who's the other one recently who I've just got to, uh, I've just got to Margaret Thatcher next. Um, but it's just really, really interesting. Obviously, Winston Churchill. Um, it's just really, really interesting to find out who um, all the different things that happened in history. And um, it's a really, really good show. And it's worth watching because, you know, the acting is brilliant. You've got, um, for the first half of it, in the second half, there's actually you two different actresses who play the Queen. You've got Claire Foy for the first half. And you've got um, Olivia Coleman for the second half. Because, obviously, there's only so old they can make Claire Foy look. <laughs> and then, obviously, you have to get someone who is just older. And then you've got um, actors such as you've got um, Matt Smith. I believe who plays mm-hmm. the um, Prince Philip in the first half in the second half you've got a player called Tobias Menzies who plays him and he's a really good actor Villiers from Casino Royale him yes Villiers yeah who's Villiers M's assistant basically oh yes I do yeah, remember that, now oh yeah. that guy yeah. I do remember who he is now but yes yeah, so he's in that but yeah he's a really good actor and he plays Prince Philip very very well I've got to say um, not saying Matt Smith didn't but um, you know I think he plays it really really well um, yeah but it's a really good show um, also, and also the girl who plays Princess Margaret who's really interesting because I know nothing about Princess Margaret until watching the show the girl who plays in the first half is a girl who's very attractive and I've forgotten the actress's name but um, Jason can maybe look it up or maybe I'll look it up actually on MA see okay. while we that find it out though. oh the girl is very attractive <laughs> yeah i know yeah the girl is very attractive in the crown um so let's find out her name because i know she's in a few films before um it is the actress called vanessa kirby oh yeah for mission impossible that's her so um yeah she plays um princess margaret in the first half and then helena bottom carter plays in the second half anything british get either olivia coleman or helena bottom carter involved well and don't worry they've covered yeah, both they've got both. <laughs> they've got both don't you worry about that so um yeah so it's really good really interesting show um and if you haven't seen it it's definitely worth a watch so the crown for me would definitely be on there we've heard jason number three is loki and my number two and my number one both very very close to being overtaking one another um but, but i loved both all three actually because i've got three um my number two show, if you haven't watched it, is the only show I've got here not... Well, actually, the top two shows, actually, none of them are in English, funny okay. enough. Um, but my sec- number two show is Lupin. 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 No. Arsène Lupin, Arsène which is Lupin. very, very, very good. Um, Omar Sy, who's the main actor, who is French, obviously. Um, he plays Arsène, who plays um, a character in it, whose character name I've forgotten now, annoyingly. Oh, Arsène Diop. Um, who basically has an obsession with the um, thief Arsène Lupin. Yeah, he's so, like the Sherlock Holmes of French culture, isn't he? Exactly, and he's very cool. But he actually, thief. the actor reminds me a bit of, um, what's his name's character in Luther? In the Omar Sy. Omar yeah. Sy reminds me a bit of Idris Elba's character in Luther, i.e. his sort of coolness and the way he kind of walks around and his way he carries himself. But it's actually a really, really good show. If Sophie didn't watch it, she wasn't interested. But it's really, really good. It's very interesting. It's also a bit like, um, if you ever watched um, Ocean's Eleven, there's a little bit of Ocean's Eleven-ness about it because of the whole sort of um, sleight of hand 
business mm. and sort of being in plain sight. But it's really, really good. It's a brilliant show. Really enjoyed it. Um, I think it had because a new series came out this year, and I think that I wa- I don't think I watched both series this year. I think I watched one series last year during lockdown, yeah. and I think I watched the newest series this year. But both series were very, very good, and they're not very long either. The episodes are watchable, like they're not like an hour each. It's the reason why the Crown isn't top because the Crown every episode is a full hour. And I can't really be dealing with that. So <laughs> too much concentration. <clears throat> oh, that's too long an hour, and it's very serious. The Crown as well. So anyway, it's not number one. But um, yeah, Lupin is number two. Easily could have been my number one because it is brilliant. Um, but yeah, Arsène Lupin um, is definitely my number two um, and could easily be number one. There you go. Have you watched that show? Yeah, I watched both parts. I thought you did. Mm. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. an honourable mention. It was on the list at one point. Yeah. It went back and forth. A few of them did on my list, but it was really good. We, we really enjoyed this one, but we watched it in English because Rachel doesn't like the subtitles in French. And the English was just funny. Cause yeah, I bet. I bet it's really weird. But, yeah, it was really good. I found it really... It was that fun sort of thief, sort of Thomas Crown really Fair good. and, um, what do you call it, Ocean's Eleven style. Very really cat good. and mouse caper. But, yeah, no good choices, to be fair. I can tell what your number one is from what you just said. But Oh, yeah. Some you know, really good yeah. choices. Men's a dead giveaway. There you go. Men's a dead giveaway well, thing. My number two. Um, you need a number two? I do need number two. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, no, number two. Um, you wouldn't have expected this. Um, it's a Netflix show yeah. this year. Is it Selling Sunset? It's not Selling Sunset. Oh, Total opposite. <laughs> it is a post-apocalyptic um, TV series called Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's meant to be quite good. Yeah, I remember. I watched the first episode. That's what about the baby who was born half deer, half human. Yeah, so basically, uh, apocalyptic event happened and you have hybrids who are half animals, half humans. And the main character, who is called Gus, he is half deer, half human. And basically, it's a um, story about how he goes to find his real parents. And you've got a character called Tommy Jeppard, who... He goes alongside in the whole way. He's a former, who was he? I think he's a former NFL player. Yeah, former foot, professional football player. And yeah, he's yeah. It's a really good show. It's not just a standard, typical post-apocalyptic. It's a really good story of like this half deer, half boy who just wants to be human and fit in and find his parents. Oh, you got this football player, former one, who's just trying to make you he's trying to make up for past mistakes it's got a really good story it lead it's going to lead into a season two hopefully i think it does but i watched the first episode on my own and then rachel caught the end of it and was like oh this looks really good actually and then we yeah. ended up just watching the rest of it but yeah i'd really recommend this show it's really good and really heartwarming and got some really good what's it the visuals are really good as well considering this tv show um, but and the backstory is really good as well. There's a lot of different stories going around in it. So, but the main one is about the half deer, half human trying to find his family. But yeah, that's why my number two is Sweet Tooth. Nice, that's a good choice. It's meant to be very, very good. I didn't watch it, but it's meant to be very, very good. So I just didn't know if that was going to be a bit of me, but it sounds like it was very interesting. So um, yeah, that'd be brilliant. So yeah, that sounds good. I do, it sounds like a good show. Yeah. Sounds brilliant. So yeah, I'd recommend it. Definitely, you should watch it. It's I think, not that long. I think I, think I know what your number one's going to be now. Oh, well, you don't guess it yet. Let's I'm not going to guess it. 
Let's hear your 10 till 2. Any honourable mentions, and let's hear your number 1. Because I think one of my honourable mentions is going to be your number 1, but we'll find out. So, uh, number 10 for me was Nine Perfect Strangers, really good. Number 9 was WandaVision. Number 8 was The Serpent. Number 7 was Only Murders in the Building. I can't believe that's like number 1 everywhere. Um, it was very good, but I can't believe it's number 1 everywhere. Um, I was in shock. Number 6 was The Outlaws. Number 5 was the newest series of Sex Education. Number 4 was Loki. Number 3 was The Crown. And number 2 was Lupin. And my honourable mentions were Family Reunion, because I really enjoyed that show, even though my father-in-law hates it. Um, and even though it's one of our favourite shows, The Grand Tour is on here. Okay. Because I love The Grand Tour, as you know. It's like my favourite show on telly. But the problem is, I don't like this news series, just specials BS. So um, I'm not really a fan of that. And it, it means all year you had three episodes, because it's a bit stupid. Yeah. So um, I don't really like that. So that's um, not on the list. But I must say, I have really enjoyed recently the new series of Top Gear. So um, okay. I really enjoyed that. So that would be on the list if it counted, but I don't if it really counts um, and also I've got a special honourable mention because it's a one to watch and my one to watch is what I think is your number one mm. which is Ted Lasso but anyway so oh, um, no, I haven't actually seen it what the new series no I just haven't seen it in general I watched a couple episodes and thought well it wasn't for me no 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 no. but yes that's my one to watch I told you my number one would shock you because you thought it was going to be that didn't you I did think it was going to be that yeah it's not that yeah it's Ted Lasso series 2 but yeah so we'll find out so anyway so my number one and I also wrote down a number one as well Um, but my one I wrote down because I think I watched it before this year is This Is Us because that show on Amazon Prime by the way guys is one of the best shows I've ever watched and that is Cersei Swaps now he puts Two in one place. Two at number one, yeah, I know. But, however, I I don't think it counts because I don't think that I started watching This Is Us in 2021, so it doesn't count for our list. Okay. I think I started watching it in 2019. So I think it's a... (laughs) Even that... But I can't remember because it's been such a long... Basically, 2020 and 2021 have kind of rolled into one. So Mm. I can't really remember when I started watching it. But I know that it was either during lockdown or before it. And it's a very, very good series. It's worth a mention because it's so good. So basically, This Is Us... about a family who have triplets well what happens is they have two children they're dot one um and it's really really good um it's just a lovely heartwarming show there's funny episodes there's sad episodes there's entertaining episodes there's episodes that'll make you cry with laughter there's episodes that'll make you cry with sadness um, you know even i've shed a tear at one of these and i'm hardly one for crying um but you know it's just a really really good series and it's definitely 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 worth a watch if you haven't seen it so that's definitely one of them this is us but the other show i have watched in 2021 because it was a new series um and i've also started watching i believe in 2020 and jason probably knows what it's going to be don't you I don't know actually now I'm confused because I thought I knew it was but now I don't well okay then so my favourite show of 2021 and my favourite show probably of all time I would say apart from This Is Us is Money Heist yeah to be fair when he said foreign I thought you were going to say Squid Game no just because everyone talks about it and I'll clarify it yeah, like it's just, everyone talks about it. Everyone did talk about Squid Game. I didn't watch it, but Sophie loved it. But I didn't watch Squid Game. But um, if, we, if we did this list for Sophie, that would probably be in our top three because she loved that show. Mm. Um, and I'm sure it was very good. It just didn't get onto my list because I didn't watch it and I wasn't really interested. Um, but yes, um, Money Heist, so good. Um, all about the robberies and all about the stories. A bit of the Lupin about it, a bit of the sort of in plain sight and the kind of um, Ocean's Eleven kind of style things that go on. And it's just a really enjoyable film, even though you kind of find yourself 
so following technically the bad guys in it it's a really great show and the newest series is the last series ever and then that was the end so that's what makes it very interesting cause series 5 is the last series mm. um, and they even released it in two halves he didn't watch it all in one go I think you got half of it in October and half of it was released at the beginning of December but it's really really good um, definitely definitely worth a watch if you've not seen Money Heist do watch it you don't have to watch it in Spanish with subtitles you can watch it dubbed which is how we watched it and even that sounds ridiculous how can I watch dubbing the dubbing is very good so it's Fair definitely enough. really worth a watch the dubbing is really good like you, in the first in the nearest series you could tell because when you watch four series of dubbing you can tell but when you watch the first series you can't really tell um, which makes it excellent and it's just such an interesting show and it's so good so yes yeah, Money Heist undoubtedly my number one it's the, it's the best show of 2021 it's been the best show I've watched really it's absolutely fantastic well, that's fair enough yeah yeah no I mean I haven't seen it yet but I have heard rave reviews about it so, so I'm really looking forward to watching that one to be fair it's so good such a good show mm. it's so interesting how they do it you, when you, things happen in this show you go what and it's just so good it's, oh, it's brilliant but anyway enough about my number one let's find out your 10 to 2 mentions and number one right, my 10 to 2 mentions so my number 10 was well, I'm not going to go through it Star again Wars Star Wars Visions and number 9 was Inside Job number 8 was Cowboy Bebop see you Space Cowboy number <laughs> 7 was Division. number 6 was Invincible now, oh, I've got to say with Invincible as well, the title cards, when they come up, they only come up when like someone goes to mention the name. So, like, it might not come up till halfway through the episode and someone will be like, oh, well, what's that kid's name? And it just goes, Invincible, created by Robert Kirkman. That's quite <laughs> funny. Um, number five was Clarkson's Farm. <laughs> number four, Star Wars Bad Batch. Number three, Loki. Number two, Sweet Tooth. Honourable mentions for me. I mentioned two of them already, Lupin and the outlaws um one which i only started watching this year but it came out in 2005 was the office us oh really absolutely oh, yeah, hilarious loved and i loved it but i did think did i watch it last year or not i don't remember but also i did think well i'll maybe put it out in place of a show that came out this year but my number one what do you think it's going to be uh, well, I thought it was going to be Ted Lasso, to be honest. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. And then I thought it might be The Witcher. So there were the two that I thought it might be. I'll put you out of your misery. I lied. It's Ted Lasso. I knew it would be. <laughs> I knew I, it. <laughs> I, love it. I love this show. Like, I didn't watch it first because obviously it's Apple TV and I only got my iPad this year. So <laughs> I knew you were going to say Ted Lasso. And everyone talks about Ted Lasso and how good it is. It is and very thought, good, apparently. All right. I'll watch it at some point. And I watched the first episode, I was like, oh my god, this is so funny and so good. And literally, it's basically about a man named Ted Lasso, who was a former NFL coach for a young, for amateur youth sports teams. And he gets hired by the fictional English football team AFC Richmond to be their new manager. And everyone's like, well, what's going on? He's got no experience. But basically, the owner has got her conniving ways of trying to bring the downfall of the club. And by doing that, she's going to hire a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. But the joy of Ted Lasso is that the character himself, he's just probably one of the most uplifting and motivating <laughs> uh, positive guys you'll ever see. But he's not annoying. Like He's not one of those annoying characters. It's like, oh, he's just too perfect or too nice. He has got flaws, he has got stuff wrong with him, but he's actually just a really positive guy and a really great guy. And you just root for him. Like, even when things go wrong, not just in the show, but in real life, people are like, you know what? I just want Ted Lasso to just be okay. I want him to just succeed. And that's the joy of the show. It's this little heartwarming thing of, even when things go wrong, something goes right because 
it's had a little Ted Lasso effect. Like, there's a character in it. He's a journalist called Trent Krim. And he's typical, like, journalist character. And there's an episode dedicated to him, actually. And it's a really good one, because he's a very typical, oh, I'm, I don't like you, I don't like everything you're about, you're ruining football. And then he just sort of comes to respect him, because he realises he's not a good football coach, but he's a good manager, he's a good person, and that's what this town needs. And a lot of that comes through in the show. Jason Sudeikis, who plays Ted Lasso, he also produces it. You can tell he puts his life and his soul into that character. Yeah. And I've just started watching the second series because it was a bit lower down on my list because I thought, I've only watched series one. And I thought, no, this is still really good. So it had to be number one. Yeah. But it's so good. I would wholeheartedly, if you have not seen this show, you have to watch it. Even if you don't like football, it is for you. It's just such a good show. And it's just brilliant i absolutely love it some of the characters in it as well you got coach beard yeah that's his name <laughs> and you got nate nate the great and roy uh, the best character in the series his name's roy kent you'll find out why <laughs> and you is got, it roy from kent no <laughs> yeah, but basically yeah you think you know straight talking blunt talking people who swear then you meet roy kent <laughs> and then you've got jamie tart who has his own chant Jamie there's so much good stuff about this show I could talk about it for hours but we haven't got hours but yeah that's why it's my number one Ted Lasso I only just started watching the first series this year just started watching the second series recently and I would definitely say this is the show of the year by yeah. far I do need to watch it just I haven't got Apple TV but it's meant to be very very funny it's meant to be, you told me it was excellent it's something funny I finally guys at my work was talking to me about it um, Jack at my work was telling me this show is so good and he said you must watch it so um, yeah Pat is very very good so I'll have to give that a watch much like you with um, Sex Education I'll have to give Ted Lasso a watch yeah yeah, really recommend it I mean it's like everyone always thinks of Squid Game from this year and I just haven't seen it because whenever big shows come out I don't watch them for like a couple of months because I don't like watching them when the hype's up and then when the hype's down and no one's really talking about it I like to watch it because then I can think okay is it actually good or was it just a hype like Tiger King for example that was a massive hype but if you watch it back it's just a couple of funny YouTube clips and that's, yeah, that's it, true. really. But, yeah, I'm just waiting well, to That damn Carol Baskin. That Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I get that Carol, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. shoot her. Ted Lasso, that's why it's my number one. It's been a year of good TV, really. That just sums it up, but there have been some favourites that are just clear outright. I mean, as I said earlier, It's a Sin. I haven't seen it, but I've heard really good things about it. Yes, And then likewise. you've got um, Mayor of Easttown, which is on my list to watch, and that's got rave reviews as well. Yeah, well, we, Kate we, we had that down to watch, and I watched an episode of it, but I didn't think, oh, yeah, this is phenomenal. I just watched it and thought, oh, this is all right. But I um, but Soph was meant to watch it, but she didn't. She wasn't really into it either. Um, but it's meant to be very good, um, so I'm sure that it is. But it's like um, there's a show, right, that I watched. I started watching one year, and I just couldn't get back into it and it's the one with um oh god it's got um tim roth is his name What's oh um, i know what it's called um it's when he's set in the um rocky mountains yeah that tin star that's it yeah, yeah that was very good i enjoyed tin star that was such a strange show it is strange but i it really enjoyed good, it but it was strange it was we strange both series there's a third one out but we watched the first two series it's like you know what other show is meant to be very good that i've never watched is ozark yeah, that's on my list to watch. I've never watched it, but it's meant to be brilliant. I've just heard from people it's a slow burner, but it is really good. Yeah, I've heard it's meant to be brilliant. So I hear so that's um, that's excellent. So yeah, but I'll, I'll have to watch Ozark at some point. But um, I know that my indoors tell me it's meant to be absolutely great. So I have to give that a go and see what that's like. But yes, yeah, so um, that's our shows.
Yeah. That's our shows for the year. So, do you want to talk about what we're going to... Because, really, this is the end of this episode. Not only that, it's the end of this series. Well, it's the end of the series. And, obviously, you know, in time, um, we'll be back for Series 2. And we'll have more news for you guys on what's to come. But, for now, yeah, I mean... We want to hear from you guys to obviously see what you thought, you know, of this series one, um, what you thought about it, what you'd like to hear more from us as well. We have a lot of plans that we have in place for the next series, but we also want to hear what people want to hear from us as well. So if you have any ideas for us, anything that you want to hear more of or any recaps as well or any particular topics you'd like us to touch on, please let us know because we're really open to audience suggestion. I mean, we've had a lot of feedback from you guys, and we have taken it on board as well, as well as some suggestions and big shout-outs as well. So we really do appreciate you guys getting involved, and we've really appreciated speaking to you guys for this series as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, we've really enjoyed doing it, and we're really enjoying doing it. We'd love to continue, um, but, you know, we just need to make sure we get some listeners on board. And, you know, we just want to see if we can try and expand our audience further than you guys who are already listening, which we really appreciate. And we appreciate every single one of you who is currently doing your best to tell people about our podcast and also to listen to us every week. Um, you know, Jason and I are really, really grateful that you guys are listening. So thank you so much for listening to us. And, uh, you know, yeah. please carry on and make sure you tell anyone you know. Yeah, we, I get a lot of people, not low, but yeah, I get a Quite a lot of people that you know say oh i really enjoy the podcast by the way you guys talk some really good stuff and it's just relatable the fact that what well, you know we're just two brothers talking rubbish really yeah, exactly but, yeah we really do thank you for your support once again and once again you can follow us on instagram at raising the bar.podcast absolutely and we're gonna have obviously as you say new year new stuff we're gonna have a lot more stuff going on and as i said we work this isn't a goodbye we will be back in the new year exactly a bit like when they say james bond will return um the bar brothers will return (laughs) (laughs) exactly we will return double o bar exactly (laughs) so we will be back so um yeah but this is you know if we don't speak um, do another episode before um thank you so much for listening guys to give you the yuletide time of it also we hope that you and your family stay safe and have a wonderful christmas as well exactly and as always stay classy new york and see you space cowboy (laughs) absolutely that's gonna be the new thing of this show absolutely guys thank you so much again for listening to our first series and uh, we really appreciate it we look forward to speaking to you in the next series but yeah you guys be good now you guys be good <laughs>